0: Hello and welcome to Mind Your Own Retirement, a podcast of yourlifechoices.com.au and we have the publisher of Your Life Choices with us. And that's Kay Fallick. A very big hello to you, Miss Kay, and a big hello right back at you. It's me, John Deeks, with Kay right through this podcast, and it's great to have your company. We're uh, enjoying all the feedback that we're getting, and we always like to say at the bottom.
1: Yes, on the page, if you where if you'd the like to sign on your bottom, sign your bottom. Yeah. No, sign no, on the bottom of the page. That's right, and
0: tell us your comments, and also things you might like to to hear about.
1: Exactly. So we're getting quite a lot of suggestions, John, from people who are enjoying the podcast, Uh and they do seem to zero back in on practical money information. Yeah. On health tips from experts, which we have lots of, and of course, travel, how to have more affordable travel.
0: We're going to be covering all of that and so much more, Kay. Exactly. So stick with us, folks. We're going to be talking money. We are going to be talking health and talking travel. You know, the package holidays you see in in the press and other places, are they too good to be true? We have somebody who's an expert on all of that. Brendan Sawyers, the general manager of Webjet Exclusive, to give you the the true lowdown. The real on, picture. Yeah, when it's sort of like normally $5,000, but for you it's $500. You think, hello.
1: Well, I often think... Does that think, include a
0: seat on the plane? Isn't,
1: isn't that just the airfare?
0: Yes. What's the catch? So he's going to... Brenton is the man to tell us if there are any catches. Also, we're we going to talk about your art. How's your heart? You've got a big heart.
1: Oh, that's kind. You do have a big heart. Oh, that's, that's what people kind. say
0: about you behind your back.
1: Oh, I like it. It's true. I like it. But we have to keep our hearts in good shape and it seems that what you can and can't eat has changed again
0: oh every hour <laughs> well remember you you like cholesterol was bad yep. and cholesterol is bad yes. but there are certain fats that are good certain yes. fats that aren't good yep. you could eat this but you can't eat that coffee in you know, the, coffee only thing, out. the only thing that we know for sure i reckon is that smoking is bad yes Drinking too much alcohol is bad too. Yes. Apparently.
1: Apparently. <laughs> but I just think coffee and bacon seem to be the yo-yo oh, no. yeah, foods. I yeah,
0: they're death apparently. They? Isn't it the free radicals
1: I thought coffee was good for you.
0: Oh, thank goodness for that.
1: Who knows?
0: I've got to keep up with That's why I've got to keep listening to Mind Your Own Retirement, I guess.
1: Well, Shan, who's from the Hart Foundation, is going to set us straight here. Oh, Shan will know,
0: absolutely. She will. And coming up next, we're going to talk about money and uh, talking about confidence, talking about how confident you are with your money. We're going to talk about that right after this, here on Mind Your Own Retirement, a podcast of your life choices. Money, money, money. Thinking of other songs and thinking about it is one of the most important things. And as we get older, we can't get it wrong, Kay, because there's not too many more chances left.
1: Well, when were we were
0: young, we could have been young and foolish, but
1: we have to be if careful. If only, if only. I think life changes dramatically when you stop having a uh, the ability to earn more money if you make a mistake. Mm, so That's what it is, yeah. That's what you're saying to me. So you spend too much on your holiday and you think, okay, I'll go back to work and I'll work harder Mm. and it'll fix itself up.
0: But But, at a certain age. But at a
1: certain age. Now, you've
0: done a survey of your life choices.
1: We have. We partnered with Challenger and the survey was called Ensuring Financial Security in Retirement It has revealed a lot of financial discomfort. How say you? How say you? So, what we found out is most retirees are actually most concerned about running out of money. Mm. And only 11% of the 3,500 we surveyed said they were confident their money would last.
0: Can I have that survey result again? How many?
1: 11%.
0: 11%.
1: Were confident. Wow. That's low. It is low. Yeah.
0: Can you give me some more details as we dig down into that survey? Where was their fear that the the, the share market was going to crash their super whatever?
1: So... As you know, at Your Life Choices, we talk essentially about three retirement tribes, the affluence, couples and singles, Mm. own home, self-funded. We talk about constrained, couples and singles, own home, full or part-age pension. And then we say there are people who are cash-strapped, literally, couples and singles on full or part-age pension, renting. And interestingly, for each of the three groups, what they were worried about was very different.
0: How does it vary across the tribes?
1: So the affluent tribes were most worried about, the first thing you said, a Mm. fall in the share market. Mm. So obviously there's excess uh, funds there over and above super, Uh, Retirement income streams are coming from the stock market and, of course, there's been quite a slide in the past few weeks and it's volatile. The constrained tribes, so those on a full or part pension but in their own home, are most worried about outliving their savings. So it's a different point of view. So the affluence thing... What thi-
0: a terrible thing to have to worry about, isn't it? I mean, you know...
1: Well, I, I hate the thought of worry about yeah. money because I think it's it's it eats away at it you. It does.
0: And at that age, so many people have got pains and they, they are in pain or whatever, and to have that as well.
1: And, and we'll talk later on, of course, about affording health insurance. Mm. So there's a lot of... Calls on your income in retirement. I mean, life doesn't stop and it's all about tea and biscuits. The, The household expenses march on. The other tribe, the cash strapped, so people who are renting, are very worried about having money on hand for an emergency. So, if something happens that is not expected or planned, they're feeling they're they're not well supported. That they can simply put it on the lay their card. hands
0: on some cash to to pay for an unexpected.
1: Exactly. So it's sounding like a lot of doom and gloom, but should I introduce some good news? Please. (laughs) So the finding that the um, very smart actuary at Challenger found for us in amongst all these responses was that the power of experience was really important. And older retirees are more likely to feel confident about their financial situation than just retired or newer retirees. Why is that? They seem to have got their act together. Maybe they've learned how to live to a budget. Mm. That's a maybe there. Um, But maybe the point is they've adapted their lifestyle to, to go for the long haul.
0: Okay. As mum would say, cut your cloth to suit your whatever. Coat. Coat. Thank you. You've
1: got it. (laughs) You've, You've got it. And there was another finding in there that was pretty interesting, which is that people who spend consistently meaning... And we spoke to Jeremy, the expert at Challenger, Mm. about this. But people who are very disciplined and regular in their spending seem to get more confidence from that than people who splurge, then pull back. And I know it sounds like common sense, but when it comes to retirement income, I don't think we can hear enough of what we need to know.
0: What information is there on Your Life Choices that people can go to and see which tribe they're in?
1: So what they can do is simply look on the podcast page, John, and they'll see a link to this report. Excellent. Um, What they will also see is a link to a Challenger report called Guide to a Happy Retirement, which actually covers a lot of the things we talk about mm. in a user-friendly way.
0: Just don't talk about it. Just don't worry about it. Do something about it. Go to Your Life Choices, where you are right now, where you found the podcast, and search for that information, and uh, it may give you a bit of uh, solace and, and you know, calm your, your worry down by at least doing something proactive.
1: Well, I think we know information is power. Mm-hmm. So more information about how the tribes spend, what's typical and what you can do to save on household expenses, it's not going to hurt, is it?
0: Coming up next, we're going to be talking about health, your heart. We're speaking to an expert. I love the word an expert, but she really is an expert. From the Heart Foundation, the dietitian Shan Armstrong, is up next on Mind Your Own Retirement, a podcast of your life choices. Music You've got a lot of living to do
1: in retirement. Are you confident you can pay for it? A Challenger lifetime annuity can complement your super and the age pension, giving you guaranteed income for life, regardless of how the share markets perform or how long you live. So like thousands of other retirees, you too can look forward with confidence. Find out more at challenger.com.au. Before investing, consider whether a Challenger annuity is appropriate for you. Read the PDS from Challenger at challenger.com.au.
0: Mind your own retirement is where you are. The podcast of yourlifechoices.com.au, simplifying your retirement. And we like to talk uh, health. And Kay, we have someone very special on the phone.
1: We do. We're lucky enough to be joined by a dietitian from the Heart Foundation, Sean Armstrong.
0: Hello, Sean. Hello. Welcome to you. Uh, we were talking before we came on air that it seems every couple of months we find out something we thought was bad for us is in fact okay for us, and other things we thought were okay are in fact bad for us.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, it can seem that way sometimes, but... um Nutrition is an, an evolving science so there's there's always new papers coming out there's new research coming out constantly so from a heart foundation perspective we decided to look at um, look at all the evidence that we have available over the last five to ten years and do a really thorough review of this evidence so that we could update and refresh our healthy eating recommendations
1: brilliant so Sean did you look at all food groups or did you concentrate on the, the main ones? We specifically, with this review, we looked at meat, um, eggs and
2: dairy as um, these were sort of controversial and, and topics where we knew that there was a lot of new evidence coming out. So, so they're the three we've focused on at this point.
0: Okay. So should I be eating meat? Is, is dairy okay? And how are eggs?
2: Okay. So we do have... Or is few... it like
0: my mum always said, everything in moderation?
2: <laughs> it's a bit like that. Um, so when it comes to eggs... For the general healthy population, we have removed our limit on the amount of eggs that you can have per week. So we're no longer recommending just six to seven eggs per week for the healthy. I, population. I guess
0: that, that also could be like poached eggs as opposed to maybe fried eggs. You
2: yeah, know, really? I'm saying
0: fried being a dirty word. <laughs>
2: Really, it's sort of more about uh, what you have the eggs with. So we'd prefer you have your eggs with, you know, spinach or on a grainy bread and and some mushrooms or roast roast tomatoes, uh, rather than having your eggs as part of a bacon and egg sandwich or you know with hash browns. So from our perspective, whether you choose to poach them or scramble them, that's up to you. But really, it's about what you pair them with.
1: Okay, so. Following on from eggs, limitless, where where has your research taken you with dairy, Shan? Sure, and I'll just
2: quickly um, put a little caveat on the eggs: is that we do have, um, we still have kept our limit for certain populations. So for people that have existing heart disease or high blood cholesterol or type two diabetes, for those groups, we do still recommend having less than seven eggs a week.
1: Okay, well, that's an important piece of information. Thank you. Uh, so, sorry, was it dairy that you yes, asked? Are... Sure. Yes, so
2: dairy. Okay, so we've now um, made our recommendation to include unflavoured, either full fat or reduced fat milk, yogurt, and cheese. So, yeah, we used to recommend just the reduced-fat varieties, but we've now included uh, full-fat as well. So it's up to you which one you'd prefer.
0: How about my lamb chops?
2: Yeah, so when it comes to uh, red meat, we have actually now put a limit on the amount of red meat that we recommend you have per week. So we're saying to have less than 350 grams of red meat, and that works out to be around between one to three red meat meals a week.
0: Okay. What, what what about salmon? Uh, I go to Aldi and I can get the you know the salmon that's frozen, and I, I like to cook that up.
2: Mm, yeah, salmon's actually a great. So that's one of our preferred sources of protein. So things like fish and seafood, or otherwise the plant based protein. So things like beans and, and lentils mm. and chickpeas. That's what we actually encourage people to to have more of because we know they're really good for you. Okay, and it's they it's, it's
0: that old pyramid thing, isn't it?
2: Yes, somewhat. We, we sort of just um, we yeah we do promote prefer people have the plant-based or fish and seafood-based proteins. We know that they can be really good for you and protect
1: your heart from heart disease. So Sean, because our audience is baby boomers, so we're talking, you know, 55 plus, have you got any specific nutshell advice for older Australians?
2: Yeah, so... Um, keep in mind this is for healthy Australians so people that don't have existing heart yes. disease yeah? we would, again we would really recommend people try and base their eating mostly on plant based foods so things like fruit, vegetables and whole grains um, and again the fish and the seafood as well and then uh, trying to have smaller amounts of the animal based products and again limiting your junk food so less of the highly processed junk foods and more of the plant based products
1: Okie dokie. And we would like to put on the website some further information from the Heart Foundation. So, do you have um, some kind of infographic or some uh, smart rules for older Australians? Uh, I'm not sure we do have an infographic at this point, but if you do go or if you want to link to What's the Heart. What's an infographic? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a picture that tells a thousand words, you know? It, it's, oh, yeah, like that's what you a saw cartoon. of me. You said,
0: yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. a yeah. A thousand words. Yeah. So I'm 68. Um, am I likely to have a heart attack? Oh,
2: well, that depends on a number of factors. <laughs> well, how do I sharp. know, Sean? I want to know now. <laughs> well, uh,
0: what we'd really you the Heart is- Foundation people. You should know. Look <laughs> at yeah. me.
2: Well, what we'd encourage you to do is get a heart health check with uh, your doctor. Heart. That's the best thing to do for everyone.
0: Okay. So uh, go to your local GP. Ask for the ha- heart health. Check, exactly. which would obviously would have all the parameters of you know, do you smoke? Do you exercise? What do you eat? Yeah, your weight, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, all the things that my doctor wiggles his finger at me, saying mm. you know, just uh, lose a bit of weight, do this and do that.
1: So John was saying before, Shan, the even though sometimes things are counted in and counted out, or the portions vary, the the non-negotiables do seem to be around smoking. And uh alcohol consumption the amount and, is, and no exercise too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so things like um not smoking and being physically active
2: and eating more fruit and vegetables and sort of reducing your alcohol consumption, they haven't changed at all. So they are they're definitely great ways to make sure that you're keeping your heart healthy.
1: That is fantastic advice. And on behalf of our two hundred and thirty thousand members, I'm saying thank you. We'll uh yeah, and entr- me. And John is saying thank you. He's feeling reassured. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you, Sean. And if you'd like to know more information, Kay? Uh,
1: the, just go to yourlifechoices.com.au. We will link across to Heart Foundation information and remind people about the Heart Health Check.
0: Sean Armstrong, the Heart Foundation dietitian. thank you so much for giving up your time on Mind Your Own Retirement.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Folks, I'd like to talk to you about Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Now, this is an easy-to-use financial tool that allows you to calculate exactly how much you should be receiving in fortnightly pension payments and supplements. It's very well-priced at just $29.95 per year. Visit pensionchecker.com.au and make today the day you take control of your income with Your Life Choices Pension Checker. And it's time to talk travel. That's something we love to do, don't we? We love uh, to talk travel.
1: It seems to be the number one gift to yourself in retirement, oh. John. <laughs> Brendan Sawyers
0: is the general manager of Webjet Exclusives. Now, Brendan has over 17 years' experience in the travel industry, specialising in flights, hotels, car hire, tour operations and so much more. He's worked across major travel brands and is now the general manager of Webjet. And uh, if you want a good deal, always go to Webjet. And uh, Brendan's on the line. Hiya, Brendan. Very well. How are you guys? We're doing fine. Thank you. We're doing fine. Uh, we were talking earlier about all the deals we see in the paper and other places where take this tour and it's normally $5,000, but it's yours for 1500 And Kay and I are thinking, does that include like actually flying or do you get a bus to India or what's the deal? (laughs) So we were wondering, you know, is everything as good as it seems to be when it comes to a deal? How do we know what we're going to get?
3: Yeah, look, I think um, the simple answer is, you know, what you see is what you get. I think um, the devil, though, can be in the detail. And I think that's a really valid point that you make when you're certainly looking at some of the providers and ourselves included with, you know, what's included and, and what isn't, um, you know, and that does start, I think, and you sort of alluded to it, it, it starts with who you're flying with, you know, it's a really simple thing, I think, but um, if you don't know who you're flying with, or it can be one of 20 carriers because it hasn't been called out specifically who you're traveling with, then, you know, straight away that causes a, a seed of doubt. So that's really important, um, who you're flying with, and then when you're over there, um you know, it's having a look at inclusions, you know, how many meals are included, what activities are included, what's an optional extra that you might pay locally. And I think typically a good rule of thumb is, um, you know, the more um, that you're probably paying on your holiday, the more you're going to have included. So, you know, I think that what the internet's done, it's made that very transparent, um, perhaps from, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, where it was a a bit grey at times. So, I think that's probably aided the success over the last few years of this market.
1: Brendan, here's, here's a question about inclusions because I'm one of those annoying travellers who thinks they're an independent traveller and mm. I sometimes don't want to be overly stitched up at a resort having every meal there. So yeah. for me, an inclusion might become a negative because I think that my flexibility is gone.
3: Yeah, I think... The way we approach um, inclusions, and particularly in a resort sense, if you're somewhere um, isolated, so the Maldives would be a great example where you don't have any choices, you know, when you're on that particular island and you're in that resort, um, you're confined to um, the facilities there. And so what we do, I guess, behind the scenes is really try and negotiate a great value price to have those inclusions there, I guess. To take it down another path, if you were look at Canada, though, for example, or uh, perhaps China, we, you know, ideally we love customers um, to get out and explore where they are by not having every meal included. And so um, whilst there's a market for those that want everything included and prescribed, um, we typically find that most of our customers outside of isolated resorts pr- prefer to be able to go and explore you know, where they are in the world.
1: Now, this leads us to the next question. You're crafting these packages.
3: Yeah.
1: How do you do that?
0: How do you do it at such a low rate? Wait a minute. We buy in bulk and pass the savings on to you, the customer. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right?
3: Oh, look, that's that's a a pretty significant element of it. Um, You know, if if you've got, um, you know, 10,000 customers, you know, over to a certain destination, that certainly has its appeal to to the supply partners we work with, but there's so many elements to it um, If you look at China for example, um, as a destination, and the Chinese carriers, so many of them are operating brand new aircraft that are thirty or forty percent more efficient with things like fuel so it's the devil's in the detail, but they can really pass on a lot more affordable airfares um, tourism body and government subsidies really play a significant role behind the scenes as well to allow the operators to to enter markets you know at a really competitive level and then um, you know I think beyond that uh, you know a lot of it comes to the time of travel that you're visiting a destination I think that's a really important point to really assess you know uh, what we might call low season is it actually a sensible time to go to you know to a particular destination so for me I don't know that I'd be cruising the uh, the Mediterranean in, in in January or February just because it was a thousand dollars cheaper so that you know that travel periods are really important part to to consider as well
0: Brendan a lot of our your life choices members travel as single travelers uh, yeah. tell me about some of the tips you might like to give those people
3: yeah I think um it sounds it sounds obvious but you know i think working out whether or not you're comfortable sharing accommodation is 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 pretty key um typically we don't do that because we find most of our customers like their own space um in the sense they might like their own their own room or their own cabin on a ship but you know i think touring is an amazing opportunity to socialize and um you know my my old man would would fit the bill there because my mum's not around anymore. And, you know, he he loves that opportunity to socialise, you know, with with groups and whether that's a group of 20, 30 or 40, you know, I think that's the the most enjoyable part of it. Um, In terms of consideration, I think um, inherently, if you're travelling solo, there are the extra costs because you don't get to, you know, necessarily share the the cost of a room or a cabin. So that's an inherent danger of of travelling by yourself. But, the other side we see as well is a lot of um, a lot of um, individual travellers. You know, may have a partner, but they'll they'll leave them behind because there's different preferences, different desires. Um, some love travelling, some don't. Um, you know, we see that a lot in the Middle East. Actually, with us, we find a lot of our customers are actually solo travellers because um, their partners might not be that excited to, to head over to that part of the world. Um, yeah,
1: Brendan, the broader Webjet. Brand, which has yeah. been around now, I'm going to guess maybe 15 or more years.
3: 21 this year. Wow! wow. Happy birthday.
1: <laughs> has, I feel older than 21. Has uh, it's clearly feeding in the expertise uh, around all the things you've spoken about around the time to go, the carriers who are, are going to offer the best experience at the price, and so on. So, is is that where you think you've got an edge
3: look absolutely we're very very fortunate um webjet as a group and organization to have a large reach uh, and with that um comes a lot of information a lot of data um that that word everyone banties around and that gives us some great insights as to um you know what's happening right here right now but even you know looking ahead in terms of what's next so you know, the business overall's grown phenomenally as probably most Australians would know and I think, you know, that we're in a phase now where we're not so much the faceless men of the internet. You know, we do have a personalised touch and, um, you know, we do show a great level of customer care through, through what we do and I think that's been, you know, our progression um, more recently.
0: Brendan, before we let you go... Uh, yeah. ..what are the top five bucket list destinations of the typical Your Life Choices members?
3: Yeah... Canada, Alaska um, is is always at the top of the list. West Coast, but even East Coast is coming into the mix now, which is um, a phenomenal part of the world. Um, Definitely the Middle East, if you haven't done that. Egypt and Jordan, um, in particular, amazing, like nowhere else on Earth. China um, affordable, lots of options, um, and if you're looking for a cheaper second holiday, maybe in that in the year, um, definitely um, one of our most popular destinations. And then Switzerland has been something that's really emerged for us in the last year or two, um, making that a bit easier to get around um, that phenomenal rail network and through Switzerland. And lastly, I'd say Sri Lanka, which I just got back from a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, we, we all know what happened back in, in April it was terrible, but it was so nice to see. Um, things um, getting back to normal and, and, again, great value a couple of weeks and um, similar size to Tasmania, so you can see it all in, in two weeks.
1: Fantastic suggestions for our members. So to help people who are interested in exploring those um, must-sees, what we'll do is put on our website links to Webjet exclusives for each of those destinations And then you'll ring us and say thank you the week later, yeah?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a great idea. I love it.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much indeed. Brendan Sawyer is the General Manager of Webjet Exclusives. Thanks, mate.
3: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Well, Kay, what an interesting podcast on Mind Your Retirement we've had, uh, talking financial, health and uh, lovely travel.
1: I think we've covered the waterfront here, John.
0: Do you have a nugget to leave us with?
1: Always. You know me. I can't help myself. You, here I go. You're the nugget lady. <laughs> so this is something I found that I think is really handy and it's an app, right? So mm-hmm. it's for your smartphone. Yeah. And because we've recently had Medicine Wise Week It's a medicine-wise app that's perfect for people who take more than one medication. So it allows you on your phone to create a list of medicines, scan the barcodes of the medicines, record health information, set reminders so you don't forget to take whatever it is and access further information. You can share this with your nearest and dearest, and if you had an unexpected hospital visit or sure. something, you don't need to worry that you're not I've going forgotten to remember. I forgot what I'm
0: taking. What are you yeah. taking? What are yeah. you taking, dear? Yeah, um, you know, yeah, and, yeah it's true. you get
1: it. You get it.
0: Yeah, absolutely do. So what's it called?
1: Medicine Wise app. We will put up a link to that on our website, on the podcast page. I think it's the handiest thing since sliced bread.
0: Kay, thanks for your time again today. We've enjoyed it very much indeed, and I hope our listeners have as well.
1: Thank you, John.
0: You've been listening to Mind Your Own Retirement, a podcast of yourlifechoices.com.au, Simplifying Retirement. We'll see you next time.